Story 6 of Japanese Fairy World Stories from the Wonderlore of Japan by William Elliot Griffiths This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Noel Badrian The Battle of the Ape and the Crab In the land where neither the monkeys or the cats have tails, and the persimmons grow to be as large as apples and with seeds bigger than a melon's, there once lived a land crab in the side of a sand hill. One day an ape came along having a persimmon seed, which he offered to swap with the crab for a rice cake. The crab agreed, and planting the seed in his garden, went out every day to watch it grow. By and by, the ape came to visit the crab, and seeing the fine tree laden with the yellow-brown fruit, begged a few. The crab, asking pardon of the ape, said he could not climb the tree to offer him any, but agreed to give the ape half if he would mount the tree and pluck them. So the monkey ran up the tree while the crab waited below, expecting to eat the ripe fruit. But the monkey, sitting on a limb, first filled his pockets full, and then, picking off all the best ones, greedily ate the pulp and threw the skins and stones in the crab's face. Every once in a while he would pull off a green sour persimmon and hit the crab hard until his shell was nearly cracked. At last the crab thought he would get the best of the ape, so when his enemy had eaten his fill until he bulged out, he cried out, Now, Mr. Ape, I dare you to come down head foremost. You can't do it. So the ape began to descend head downward. This was just what the crab wanted, for all the finest persimmons rolled out of his pockets on the ground. The crab quickly gathered them up and with both arms full ran off to his hole. Then the ape was very angry. He kindled a fire and blew the smoke down the hole until the crab was nearly choked. The poor crab, to save his life, had to crawl out. Then the monkey beat him soundly and left him for dead. The crab had not been long thus, when three travellers, a rice mortar, an egg, and a wasp, found him lying on the ground. They carried him into the house, bound up his wounds, and while he lay in bed, they planned how they might destroy the ape. They all talked of the matter over their cups of tea, and after the mortar had smoked several pipes of tobacco, a plan was agreed on. So taking the crab along, stiff and sore as he was, they marched to the monkey's castle. The wasp flew inside and found that their enemy was away from home. Then all entered and hid themselves. The egg cuddled up under the ashes in the hearth. The wasp flew into the closet. The mortar hid behind the door. Then they waited for the ape to come home. The crab sat beside the fire. Towards evening the monkey arrived, and throwing off his coat, 
which was just what the wasp wanted, he lighted a sulphur match, and kindling a fire, hung on the kettle for a cup of tea, and pulled out his pipe for a smoke. Just as he sat down by the hearth to salute the crab, the egg burst, and the hot yolk flew all over him, and in his eye nearly blinding him. He rushed out to the bathroom to plunge in the tub of cold water, when the wasp flew at him and stung his nose. Slipping down, he fell flat on the floor, when the mortar rolled on him and crushed him to death. Then the whole party congratulated the crab on their victory. Grateful for the friendship thus shown, the whole party, crab, mortar and wasp, lived in peace together. The crab married the daughter of a rich crab that lived over the hill, and a great feast of persimmons was spread before the bride's relatives, who came to see the ceremony. By and by a little crab was born, which became a great pet with the mortar and wasp. With no more apes to plague them, they lived very happily. End of the Battle of the Ape and the Crab